Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Previously on Derpy Show. You want to go to the Derp Dome, you got to play the Herp Toll. Derpy Show. Joe, you were forbidden from wearing snaps the other day. I told you you weren't allowed to wear those anymore. <laughs> Derpy Show. Oh, God. You're like a walking train wreck. I don't want to look at you, but I can't stop. Derpy Show. Edgar, don't be a punk-ass bitch. <laughs> Derpy Show. And, and why, the, why the silver and gold? Is this, is this like a Yukon Cornelius thing going on here? Derpy Show. I gotta go follow him, make sure he doesn't die. Derpy Show. Not the pizza, the paper towels, not the pizza. I guess he does technically have an unfair advantage in the sense that there is pizza here for him to work with. What is that? How does that We'll work? see if he can use egg and pizza simultaneous. Derpy show. So I Google myself daily to see what comes up. <laughs> Derpy show. Are two men staring at their phones. Is he playing Bejeweled in the middle of this fucking challenge? He is. Fucking turn that shit off! Derpy show. Syphilis. The sixth sheik's sixth sheep is sick. Syphilis. Syphilis. Yeah, not syphilis. Sibilance. Syphilis? Sibilance. Sibilance? Yes. Sibilance. Syphilis. Close enough. Snorlax and I got back together for this episode, but we could not snag the other two derps. So, uh, I am Boar, and this is DJ Snorlax. Hey guys, it's me, DJ Neofast. Hey, it's Robo Joe. And you're about to have DJ Snorlax. I'm the Boar. So welcome guys to part two of Herp and the Derp Dome. So you guys know, we actually had a, an extra long recording session for the Herp and the Derp Dome. We actually recorded all live, one long day, all sorts of action-packed excitement and terror and oddly a large amount of humping, and we just couldn't fit that into just one episode, could we? It was mainly due to Robo Joe that all the humping happened. That's true, that's true. He really misinterpreted Two Men Enter, One Man Leaves. Yeah, that was uh, a little bit of a mess to clean up, too. Yeah. What we've decided to do is actually split this up. You're going to get the rest of the Herp and the Derp Dome, the climactic conclusion in which you guys will be, be able to discern who is the derpiest of them all, DJ Neo Faust or Robo Joe. And we also have a few holiday surprises for you because it is the, uh, the Derp Tide season. At least one surprise. At least one surprise. Maybe two. Maybe two. But probably just one. So yeah, enjoy, uh, enjoy the rest of the Herp and the Derp Dome, and uh, make sure to look us up on Facebook or Tumblr or Twitter. We, we do all the social medias here at Derpy Show. Yeah, we are totally social with our media. 
Yeah, we say hi and give it a handshake. We claim that we were the reason that Tumblr went down a week ago or two weeks ago. Whether that's true or not, we still claim that. I think it was true. Yeah. I did everything I could. I mean, I've been I, tumbling pretty hard these days. I was just clicking refresh over and over again. So, that could have done it. That's what they call one of those denial of service attacks. Yeah, DDoS. <laughs> I don't know if it was distributed, though. Oh. I don't know. So, so if we were doing this for a reason, we'd be a hacktivist. If we're just doing it to, for no reason, would that make us hack derpists? Um, I think it would at least make you an anarch derp. An anarch derp? <laughs> derparchist? Derparchist? I, which do you like better, guys? Anarch derp or derpicist? Derpy show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode of Derpy Show. That's right, today is Herp in the Derp, derp Dome! dome. Yeah. Oh, God. It's been called the ultimate derp down yes. of ultimate derpstony. It has been called that. It has Great. also been called um, a couple of greased pigs humping a doorknob. But That's going to be later. We're going to save that for later. Is that what the greased event is for? Wait, is that wait? Is that why there's an outdoor version? Oh God! Well, so we do have to go to a farm later. I, yeah. We didn't. We didn't reveal that. You guys know oh, now. Uh, what? <laughs> Old McDonald had a pig and a doorknob. But that pig ain't for eating. Derpy show. There's something that really touched my heart this week. Um, I actually was watching the computer the other night when City of Heroes shut down their servers for good. Oh, and I'm pretty sure really? most of the people in this room probably at least Holy touched City of Heroes shit. at least yeah. I, uh, I beta tested for that. I did too. And did full on like all max to like forty mm. and above. Did you ever play your city for us? I, I, I never actually played, but I know a lot of people that did. Pissed me off. Everybody was like, "DC online." And I mean, honestly, it's always sad to see the death of an MMO. It, I mean, one of the things that was really great about that game is how customizable your characters were. Yeah, like it was the first one that really let you well completely alter the way they look, look and the power and then, sets. Yeah, and give stories. them completely different powers. Well, like I had a guy that I made really tiny, and I made him look like a bug. And I gave him extremely powerful legs and jumping ability and sonic powers, and I called him the Noisy Cricket. That was one of my favorite <laughs> That's characters. Creative. That's nice. Like, he could jump was like crazy. Black, was that a Men in Black reference? Sort of. Yeah, close. Yeah. Sort of. Well, I, I really liked that part of the game was that you could write your own backstory in the character box. You had your des- a description yeah. section. Yeah. So you would go around and read. I remember re- seeing, like, there was a guy, I distinctly remember this. This has been... I mean, this is probably almost ten years, like oh, three, eight oh, four, years, eight, eight, eight nine out. years ago when I first yeah. saw this. But it was a guy, um, and he was in a samurai outfit, and his character name was the next to last samurai. <laughs> and it was like he arrived. Yeah, for the, he arrived for the most important battle of all time. He was a day late. He missed the battle. <laughs> but that was like his whole description. It was nice. just like so ridiculous. Nice. But that was kind of what Hero City of Heroes was. It was the early days. But the same studio, Cryptic Studios, did another game once they left. Uh, I can't remember what company published it. It was NCSoft. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, but you could customize it even further. You could customize small bits. Was, of it, was it Champions? Champions, Champions yeah. yeah. Champions Online, I think, is still going? Like that. <laughs> yeah, no. Sure. It's Basically, I think that's one of the reasons they shut it down was because Champions is what they're doing now, and yeah. it's... A, Basically, just an updated, better version updated. of yeah, the engine's uh, good and of uh, well, City of Heroes. What's so sad about it, though? I have a lot of games from my childhood that I like to play. Sure. But like, I want to play Mario Brothers on Nintendo. Either I can find a Nintendo, or I can get emulator. an emulator. Uh, I can find emulators for Monkey Island. I can find emulators for the Commodore sixty four. I can find emulators, you know, arcade emulators. You'll never be able to play this game again. 
Yeah, what the it servers are down. Around. If you approach the studio and publishing company, sometimes they could sell you a license, or you could just get the actual server software or image to run on your own private server. Like you, they did that with um, uh, what you want to call it, Hellgate London. You approach the studio that did it and be like, "Hey, we want to still have a multiplayer." And they're like, server, "Cool, cut us a big check." Well, sometimes they ask for like you know just a licensing fee, but otherwise they're just like, "Sure, go ahead." Or say, "Hey, I made it. Um, I, I got this download. I'm going to start up my own little private server. Is this okay?" And sometimes the if you get the blessing from the publisher or the actual like developing like company, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. I wonder if someone's done that with NCSoft because I oh, was I surprised at how many people were logged on to see the end. There were so many people in the middle of Atlas City, on the big statue of Atlas in the city hall. Mm-hmm. It was freaking packed. Just people there showing off their characters, dancing, mm-hmm. doing stuff. It was crazy. And it was kind of anticlimactic. Like, I don't, know, I don't know what I wanted. Like, I don't know the what... It just went blank. No, it, just, it just went, you know, like, server countdown, server countdown, and then it just went, you've been kicked off the servers, the servers are now shut down. Like, yeah. just a, like a little... It, it wasn't like when uh, the new Final Fantasy fourteen when that shut down because they're doing the relaunch of it in a few months. They had, like a huge in-game event that, like, lasted a month or something, and then they ended it with, like, a really, really epic video. Have you seen that? No. It's no, really that sounds cool. cool. But it's now awesome. it, was just, it was just like someone turned the switch off and everything went dark. Wait, is Ultima Online Renaissance still going on? Uh, well, they're, like, a about five the... expansion packs beyond that now. I know. And it's yes. beyond yeah, Renaissance, I know, but it's still going but on. A lot of the, but a lot of those games, I mean, hell, I think... Uh, the original EverQuest still has live servers. No, no, no. no. Yeah. The, the first well, EverQuest s- went down, I think. No, they still, they still. They still. No, I'm pretty sure they're still servers. Okay, I thought that, I didn't know the vanilla. And like, I well. mean, Dark Age of Camelot. I mean, that's one of the original MMOs too. And I'm pretty. That sure. died. Did that die? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that went down a long time ago. Like, I mean, but like, you'd be surprised. Like a lot of those old school like MMO stuff, they're still floating around out there. It could be that um, private servers. Private yeah, servers yeah. some stuff, some yeah. games are pretty easy to emulate. Like. Uh, Ultima Online, you could yeah. run it with like a really tiny server program. Bell 95. Yeah. Like, I, I used like, to run do you ever, a Do you remember, what was it? It was like an anime kitschy thing. It was like Ragnaros or something like that. Ragnarok, 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 Ragnarok Online. Yeah, that's yeah. still going on. Yeah. That was still going on. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean. Yeah, that was the, uh, like, it was 3D world, but it had sprites. It, yeah, yeah, it was. It was nifty. I mean, I played it. I used to play. I used to play it in high school at yeah, school that because it was like could, it was like down. It was and like RuneScape online. was a big thing. I think. And then Planetscape still around. And then Planetside Two just came out. If you guys ever yeah, played Planetside, it's Planet free to play actually too. Yeah, yeah Planetside was pretty fucking cool back in the day. You'd have like hundreds of people trying to yep, take yep. a bridge. Yep, yep. It was insane. It'd take hours. It was like real combat almost. Mm-hmm. So I haven't played Planetside Two yet because I got in the beta. And they kept doing, like, little beta events where you had to, like, catch it. Yeah. And they're like, you know, it's only, like, for, like, three days or something. And every time I tried to log in, it was like, sorry, we're not available right now. So I just got frustrated after trying so many times, and I haven't even touched it yet since then. That sucks. I need a video card. I remember a lot of... I remember playing uh, uh, the original Planet Side, like, fucking in high school with a bunch of uh, my friends. And we, oh yeah, and we'd like we'd set up and then but the thing is like we'd be like a five man group, 
but there'd be literally hundreds of people on each side. Yeah. And it'd be like straight yeah, up real combat. I mean, you'd have people in vehicles, you'd have to move up in formation or and stuff, or you'd get squads, wrecked. Though. Well, no, that time it was just chaos. Like everybody's separate in their own squad, and they're doing their own thing. And it's like, well, what the hell? Yeah, going on? like you had. But the thing is, it was cool because you actually had to have coordination to get anything accomplished. That's if true. you didn't, if you didn't actually talk to everybody else that was playing at the time, you'd never do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things I really appreciated about that game was that it was an MMO where if you were a level one, you could still make a difference against like higher oh, level characters. Oh yeah, Fight because you could get in a you could get in a vehicle and just well, you have to fly your way to the vehicle, but you could get into a position or a role where you can actually like man a turret, yeah, or uh, fulfill a role with like sweeping a, a like a laboratory or taking yeah. out vehicles and stuff. That's it was it was it was pretty cool. It was like a MMO. It was like a first person shooter MMO with like world fucking global warfare mechanics. It was pretty huge maps. Yeah, it was like yeah. MMO plus tribes plus like yeah. that first person. Tribes, yeah. tribes, was it, the newest Tribes came out recently. Tribes I played that. I, sent, I played that for maybe about like a week or so and I just I stopped. It's free to play as well. I had a lot of fun with Tribes and like I've played it quite a bit and mm-hmm. I even put some money in it to buy guns oh, and stuff. Um, I never I never played Tribes. I played a lot of Civ. It's basically a uh, think of Unreal and like uh, 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 Quake with vehicles oh, okay. and capture the flag. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Was with skiing. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like the most fast paced FPS you can play. It's pretty damn yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, like, how about Counter Strike? Oh, that's if you, my bag, man. Like, there's such a high still. learning curve that even though it's an FPS, you can like if you played a shitload of FPSs but you've never played a Tribes, you'll go in there and you'll not hit anybody for like a few hours. A few hours, yeah. yeah. Until <laughs> you get used to it. The arc it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a lot of. It's like a lot of like um, what's it called? What's the thing when you aim ahead of something? It's called yeah. Uh, you, have, you have to pre lead. It's a lot of lead and uh, like you, and you start to cut. Like you have to like. Yeah, there's there's lob and ordnance. There's sometimes lasers. There's sometimes rail guns that you have to hit on. You can call down airstrikes and yeah. shit too. I mean, and and just when you see somebody jump over it, you start to eventually get the arc of where they're going to land. You're just like, oh crap, I know what's going on here and stuff like that. It, it gets pretty cool actually. But uh, I did a week of that and I was just kind of like, yeah, that's, that's cool. I just don't have time. That's the thing that sucks about these games. Yeah. Derpy show. Speaking of not having enough time, like on one hand, I was thinking about the paydays of some games. The MMO I've played by far the most of is World of Warcraft. Yeah. Like, fucking weeks wasted. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, I man. distinctly remember... I vanilla, I stopped. Distinctly remember... Um, All Track Valley, back in the day. Oh. Being, like, 36 hours long. Yeah, like, it, like, it's like, like would, you, would you say all of the day? I, I stopped at Battlegrounds patch, and then I, I played a little bit for Burning Crusade. That's well, like, the thing is, we've been playing since then, we just still play. I don't, I, I like, stopped, that was just yeah, kind of like... It's a, hard to remember, like, what happened when in this Yeah, it all bleeds together. So, so Alterac Valley was part of one of the original Battlegrounds, it was the 50-plus Battlegrounds, so 50 to 60. Okay. So and it was essentially tug-of-war, mm-hmm. but with, like, locations and mo- and It wasn't, like, what you call gear-check tug-of-wars, where it's just a mass amount of people no. that would just... It was 40 versus 40, it was a huge or, amount of players. Items. And, like... It also had mini games because, like, you also had to kill NPCs that were allied to the other sides. Mm-hmm. But say one person could go around and kill all these wolves and collect furs and make wolf riders, and someone else would collect crystals and summon this giant demon thing. Oh, cool! So you could also send mobs or like creeps towards the other side. That's cool. I like yes. that mechanic. But okay. most of the time nowadays, people just ignore all that stuff. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. it doesn't really change. Just the in steam. See how fast you can zerg it and steamroll. Oh, okay. But back in those days, it was so the mechanics of it were so important. You couldn't do that. You just couldn't mm-hmm. do that. And what ended up happening was you'd get in there. And you'd get in and you'd play and you'd be like, fuck, 
this is go- this is taking forever. You'd be you know getting honor for for winning and killing people. Mm-hmm. Then you'd be like, oh, I've been here. For- I've been in this fucking battleground for an hour and a half. I'm gonna go to bed. You come. You would wake up the next morning, and the exact same battleground was still people happening. Just, people just come in and leave and switch out. And so there's no resolution at the end of the battle. No, no, there it's is. There's an end. It's yeah. just it takes forever to fucking. It's, get it's, it's just like fucking, wait, it's it just like the castle raids yeah. in fucking lineage too. I remember like joining one. Six hours later, we just got through the gate. Oh no! I'm like, holy dark, fuck. Dark, yeah. dark Age of Camelot was like that. What to was it? Oh dear too. God! Like I would spend so long. I spent like two months building a giant siege golem. I'd be like, yeah, go. Uh, okay. Since we're talking about old MMOs, did anybody play Shadowbane? Yes, no. I did play Shadowbane because I had the cat, uh, catapult launchers to knock down walls and shit. Shadowbane, God damn it, was dude. awesome in a way that no other MMO has been for destructive quite a while. Like you're, you would get into a guild, and everybody would accumulate wealth for the guild, mm-hmm. and then the guild would build like a city fortress. Yep. That's awesome. And then, like, like in the world, everybody could see it. It was just like in Renaissance, uh, uh, Ultima Online, where you could build up, like, a castle or real estate and build your clan area right yeah. there, too. That and was so cool thing. there would be would you have to other guilds it? would have yeah. other cities, and, and, like, another guild could decide they wanted to fight you. And they would throw down a challenge, which was, like, I think it was a stone or a tree or... No, okay, it, it was, was a, a flag. They threw down a No, it was, like, a stone... Or a they bane, bane stone, I that think was it was Yeah, and you had to agree to that. And you had to agree to terms. Like, you had to be like... Uh, you yeah. had to agree to a battle, yeah. but you could pick the time. You pick a time frame, too. Like, if it's the battle's not resolute in, like, what, three days, you just stop that? Yeah. And, yeah. So, at a certain time, your city would go destructible. Yeah. Like, it would basically... You had a, si- a tree in the center of your city that was protecting your city, God, and the bane stone would nullify lie. the tree. So holy crap! At that time, like you, another guild could come in and like you would have to defend could your you city against lose your the city? other guild. Yeah, oh, yeah, you could, people would come yeah. in with like they had. Uh, I remember there's normal weapons couldn't like do damage to buildings, but the they would come weapons. in with siege hammers. Yeah, and they would just come in and like after oh they cleared God. out your guild, like after they wiped Killed you everybody out, out, they would just start level. beating the crap out of your building. Wait, didn't they? So, so they added a mechanism near the end of that. Yeah, that they had you siege could capture. Weapons. You could capture and also use siege weapons too. Yeah. Yeah, they added that stuff uh, into it. But the the cool thing about it is, like, well, there would be, like, a guild that would just start assimilating everything and or destroying. See, I So like, there were really cool things that would happen. Like, I was in this guild that was pretty strong, but there was one that was just sort of, like, the Borg and was taking over everything. And Pre-goons. And so yeah. I remember being sent to negotiate with some surrounding smaller guilds to, like... Come band together, together to come band together, together and well, save our city because I was like, look, we just got banged. We need like two other guilds or more to help us. Otherwise, we're going to get destroyed. And if we get destroyed, you guys are next. Yeah. That's so awesome. <laughs> so, like, very cool. There was shit like that where you would have to like band together well, to, but to take down. Were, but the battles were so long and it was a grindy, grindy game. Like you, yeah. there was no quest or story that well, you could gather up anything. It was just a grind fest. There, there were a lot of mechanics in that game where you could override the grind because <laughs> it's coming back to your macros thing. Oh, the bot stuff. Yeah. Later, later on, uh, yeah, you could just like have. It was one of those games where you could get in a party with somebody that's higher level, and they could almost level up for you. They yeah. just killed giant yeah. mobs and. Well, power their security level. wasn't that great too because they had bot. They were just oh, just I, I bots. had bots that would go all night just nuking things. Mm-hmm. Nice, like nice. after they uh, allowed flight, I, I just had a character that would fly above just mobs and just nuke from the sky, <laughs> nice. and I could keep them in the air indefinitely and just oh nuke my God. things. Nice, nice. So I would have all my guildmates just hide behind trees and I'd be like, just 
stay in the group. Just hang out if you want and just level up. Yeah, level up. Nice. But we, but that I, I really like the personal accountability. Like the things you can create, you can lose. Yes. Like mm-hmm. I like that about it, and it kind of reminds me. Have you guys heard about the World of Darkness MMO? They're talking about bouncing around. Yes. Where, yes. Where, it's, where, it's, where it's fucking permadeath. Obsessed with it. Yes, I've been obsessed with following that thing. The permadeath like, thing is cool as fuck. But is it only vampires, though? I'm is not... I think, I think initially what... It, he was telling me about it, but I think apparently what he was saying was, like, it starts with vampires and then werewolves might be a later expansion. Oh, wait, now, now, is it... Is it Old World of Darkness or New White Wolf books? Modern. It's modern World of Darkness. Fuck! But, 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 <laughs> but no, like, the thing is, like, it sounds like a new spin on MMOs, which is cool because yeah. right now everything follows, like, is trying to either unseat WoW or it, it ends up just being a clone that's not as good. This yeah. sounds like it's a totally new spin on MMOs. Because instead of being like, this is your character and you work on this all the time, like, each server is going to be a different, like, city. represent a different real world city. Yeah. Um, and you can hop from server to server by moving from place to place. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. And if you get powerful enough, then you, then apparently, uh, as you gain experience, you start at the highest points. It's not like, I'm level 90, and everyone can be level 90. You actually have to take power from other. There's only so much power to go around. Oh, isn't it, I heard there's also a so point it's like system, the, the longer. No, yeah, it's, it's kind of like an Eve. The longer you're alive, the more points you build up, just like in the actual tabletop. Well, yeah, but the thing is, it also makes you a lot more combat-weary, and it sounds yeah. like it'll be more role-playing-based, because well, it's permadeath, and the thing is, like you're trying to build a power base and it, like gain support followers. It's like real world like mob bi- mob basically like you're trying to gain followers and build a power structure that kind of reminds me of Asheron's call had a yeah. system like that yeah but the thing is like it sounds like it's almost like a LARP in the computer because you have to build a power base but the thing is you you can't be afraid to fight to become the most powerful you have to but you have to do it intelligently yeah. enough to where you don't die and and they're, sense, yeah. one of the things they're talking about is this is because like you said, kind of like Highlander. There's so there's only one person who's the most powerful in any given area, mm-hmm. um, because that's just how the game works. You, yeah. who, you kind of remember how Warlord used to work in um, WoW? Like the PvP. every week yeah. they would give a power ranking, and whoever mm-hmm. was number one would be High Warlord. Yeah. That's kind of how it works. Every week there's going to be one person who's the top, and the higher you go up the hierarchy, you start getting things that are kind of like NPC powers, like. If you're higher level, you can issue like bounties for players or quests or to get boons. people to work for yeah. you. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from the old system because I'm still stuck exactly. on Exactly, yeah. boons. Um, okay. So it's exactly so. Primogens, and then there's like heads of whatever group and stuff like that. Yes. Cool. So you essentially make little groups underneath you. So now, like, the way I see this playing out is that is whoever gets to the top is just going to be a huge dick and just go around killing. No, but the thing is, there's I'm assuming there's going to be checks and balances. Not to mention the fact that. While you are the most powerful, you're still all heroes. You know what wait, I mean? Wait, is it player? Is it completely player controlled? Player? No, like they're driven. like they're, they're going to be NPCs. Well, the way I it was described, gonna to me, they're going to be NPCs to start, okay. but eventually players will take over those roles. I see. So it'll be completely self sufficient. And if you want that guy's, if you want that guy's job or whatever he does that makes him special, you have to go fucking kill him. Do you and have to? Or is there any way you can convince him to step down? Maybe probably. Maybe like a social situation like, where I'm, he is... I'm, I'm assuming like you Because it's, it's vampires for God's sakes and yeah. half that game was the social side of things where basically you would just blackmail somebody through like deception and have him step down. Not blackmail not or you could just show a power like listen, cool. you step down or I'll yeah. kill no, you. It's yeah. like going to be like True Blood where there's a king of Louisiana. 
There will not likely be a king of Louisiana. Well, no, but the thing is, it's, yeah, yeah, it sounds like that. If there's a leader of each city that's the most powerful, that's Plans, exactly what it'll be. You probably have to think like sex. there's going to be it'll people be territories. That, well, and be honest, like there's going to be someone in like Louis, like in New York. New York's probably New York is probably going to be the most wanted city because I'm the king of New York. Fuck, you know, I'm the coolest. Now they may have some resource attributes att- uh, attributed to each city. Oh, I'm sure. Like, port cities have more income. Mm. Like a city in Kansas, like Kansas City may not have as much. Like you know, New York, bagel mines. Right, yeah, but, yeah. Like, like I can't wait to play the game and be like, I'm really big in Boise. Like I am the vampire lord <laughs> of Boise. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, re- I'm actually reading the Anita, Anita Blake books right now, and it's like it sounds kind of. I, I, okay, I know I just said that, and is fuck Anita, you guys. I don't know what this means, but she was giggling. And it's, it's like so Nicene. Yeah, or no, it? no, no. It's. Uh, Laura K. Hamilton. Right? No, the thing is, like, I thought it was like that, but I'm like six books in, and it's not smutty at all, really. It's more like a six vampire. Six books out of twenty, though. Okay, so apparently it gets worse, but That's I'm not weird. there yet. <laughs> but like, apparently, like right now, it's like they the master vampires accumulate power, build up defenses, and it's all territorial. So like, there's a council that rules over everybody, but you can move in and you know force the power, and you don't necessarily have to kill them to usurp the territory. Where does Suki come into play? That is a uh, True Blood, different, different <laughs> universe. That is a phase, <laughs> and even in, in World of Darkness, they have phase as well. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, and uh, she's like what a uh, 30, thirty 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 two percent or so. Like she's, she's like, yeah, like she's, less than a sixteen. Yeah, she's whatever thirty two. But she's not yeah. a changeling though. She wasn't stolen. No, it was no. She was just phase. She was yeah. her grandma, great grandma, had sex with a fucking fairy yeah, or something. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. I read all those. All right, boys. I think it's time to start the derp bait. Derpy show. More has nothing to do with that. Yeah, but I mean, it's good though. Very good. Uh, Okay, focus, guys. I've I've got two more. They're not really. They're not really. uh, These aren't specific questions so much as they are topics for you guys to discuss. Okay. I guess. I guess we could say that the derp bait is over, but we're gonna leave them in the dome for a little bit because we want them to discuss some various things. Okay. Jungle in here. Okay, it's what? It feels like a jungle in here. It's getting hot. Life is a battlefield. Yeah, just like love. It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. No, no, no. no clothes, no. Are, clothes are mandatory. <laughs> mandatory. First off, Neil Faust is probably going to have an advantage here, but I'm going to have I'm going to have an advantage place for you too. Philosophy. What do you guys think of it? Let's start off with Neil Faust because he's the the reigning philosophy major on Derby Show. Before we start, I'd like to point out that I was the philosophy major in college for uh, oh okay so this discussion will take 17,000 fucking hours we might might have to edit this down string theory a lot i graduated anyway start off what are your thoughts on some of your favorite philosophies maybe just just talk about what about philosophy Uh, yeah you gotta get a little more there's there's my there's my point of thing what about yeah go ahead that's your topic go what about about it what about it well, that's the major question, because when you propose the major question, that's when you can actually discuss the answer, even though the answer may not need a, may be a objective, like... The answer may be the question. Yeah, pretty much. What is philosophy? What about it? Um, my take on it is it's a very important principle everybody should have in life. And if you want to get technical with my philosophies, I do devote a lot to Gito Krishnamurti's uh, approach to extreme subjectivism, only in regards to the fact that that subjectivism implies an uh, offset objectivism. So the two implies the both, almost in the sense that I kind of take to the whole Eastern way of thought. I'm going to leave it like that. Robo Joe. So the question is, what is philosophy? No, not, not necessarily. It's 
how do you feel about philosophy? How does philosophy affect you? What is your personal philosophy? You can go um, into any of those topics. It's well, very general. As far as philosophy goes, I had a philosophy teacher that loved to uh, get me to debate him because I went to uh, my junior college, I guess would be the best way to put it, or like I got my AA degree in uh, Polk County, so I... PCC! Yeah. yeah. PC, no, no, PSC now. PSC, PSC. PSC. Yeah, yeah, apparently we're like long lost yeah, like yeah. cousins or something. Apparently. We just found this out earlier. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense. He's a guy that looks like Brian. It sounds like Brian from a. He's a bigger guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh God. God, we had the same philosophy teacher. Dude, he, he looks dude. like the dude from like Sunday yeah. as well, too. He, yeah. called, he called me O'Brien. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, what the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And from 1985. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, the sequel to 1984. Wait, wait, happened. wait, when did you, when did you uh, graduate? Uh, 05. Oh my god, we did have him. Go on. Okay. Same here. Um, so, now that we found out that they may be cousins, this might be more awkward when you release that video of them making out. It will probably that, be awkward that, for that everyone happen. involving myself. That, that yeah. didn't Okay, anyway, Joe, continue with your um, philosophy. So, basically, uh... I don't know. I, I think philosophy, like, I try to be a very introspective person, so philosophy is, I feel like it's important to everybody to kind of analyze what you believe in and try to figure out where you stand on various issues and how you view the world and what happens to you in it. I mean, it, but at the same time, as far as philosophy goes, I mean, I like, I just like to learn and it, philo uh, I, I don't think there's one specific philosophy I exactly adhere to. But it's fun to debate and have a good knowledge base to talk about people with different ideals and how you view the world because you come to enlightenment through debate. You do devote yourself to a philosophy, and that's open philosophy. Well, Zen. Oh, I think he just won this one. But I'd like to close by saying that my uh, personal philosophy is 42. <laughs> Okay, Douglas Adams reference. Good, good. Also, right. the amount of hours that it takes for sloths to have sex. Forty-two. Okay. Interesting. Relevant. Thanks. <laughs> Interesting little fact injection. The more you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, next topic. History. Is it important to you? Why? And what is one of your favorite historical events? Can we go figures, or does it have to be yeah, events? Yeah, figures or events. What's up with that? Can we do both? It doesn't matter. One of each? Yeah, I was going to say, one of each Can we do one cool. of each? Yeah. I don't care. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, I went to school. I, I went to school for a lot of things, I guess. I changed my major quite a bit, but what I ended up doing was, for some reason, I decided I wanted to torture children and myself by getting a degree in education and history. 
So uh, that'll be a good soundbite to edit out later. <laughs> Continue. Um, so I had, uh, as far as history goes, um, one of my favorite figures. Ooh, it's a toss-up between probably Rasputin. Oh hell yeah! And, cool. Yeah, yeah and uh, Andrew Jackson. <laughs> asshole. I know. Yeah, well, asshole. Oh dude, the only U.S. president to participate in over 120 duels. He used to pad the front of his shirt and then stand sideways. He fucked up the Indians though too. He, oh, like, he also uh, annihilated the French at the Battle of New Orleans to the last man two weeks after the war was over. Ruthless motherfucker. Oh yeah, and then they, we elected this guy president for some fucking reason. Um, if we had to go with an event. I mean... Can, can I just comment real quick on... I, I'm fascinated that the person that you picked is one of the only people I can think of that has his penis pickled in a jar somewhere. Rasputin? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, Rasputin is really cool because there's a lot of, like, lore and folklore and stuff that goes... You that's around here. knowledge around that, yeah, yeah, but the thing is, like, if you actually research his actual death, like, police records from the time, which are, you know, like... Pre-modern, like I mean, it happened in like nineteen, like nineteen fifteen to nineteen twenty. I think it was nineteen eighteen. He died around that time. So yeah, like, yeah. it's pretty like not that long ago. And like the actual like police records, he was poisoned, shot, stabbed, drowned, drowned hung, and all of this happened. They in, in what order? Do you know? Uh, I think he was he was he was poisoned first. Yeah. Then I think he was stabbed. Then he ran from the bar, got shot. Yeah. Then they tried to they caught him, tried to hang him. That didn't kill him. He yeah. struggled out. They pulled him down, wrapped him in a carpet, and threw him in the frozen river. And they found him. His arms were outstretched, like he was clawing at the ice with waters in it, water in his lungs. Mm -hmm. So, regardless of the fiction, just his death alone. I mean, you can hear the explanations, like the poison. They talk about how he was uh, paranoid and built up an immunity over time to yep. it. And if you don't know how to hang somebody, it's very easy to not do that properly so and they'll survive in a certain point too well that and if you don't know how to do it there was an art to it almost yes. so yes. like if you didn't know how to hang somebody you could well so the last second you could replace yeah them, like, not replace but and then and then around. with you know old school firearms i mean if it was a pistol from you know 20 yeah, yards it might not have done much damage yeah. getting stabbed if it was a non-vital organ not to mention adrenaline but regardless i mean even if it's fictional or not like the facts this guy was a monster, and there was a lot more to him than meets the eye. Not to mention the fact that he somehow managed to be the right-hand man of the, czar. the czars yeah. and was basically keeping their hemophiliac son sick and healing him with what we consider, like, Monday medicines, but would actually help. Like, he was probably giving the kid... he was Nicholas was hemophiliac, so he was probably giving him things like aspirin to, like, thin the blood and stuff like that. Um, so he was a very intelligent guy, but this guy was a monster regardless, which is really interesting. Um, but the important question is, why is his dick in a jar on display somewhere? Because it's his phylactery, and what you don't realize is that he's a lich and he's actually still alive. That's true. So the fact that his dick is in a jar and you know, not, so if we collect the rest of the body parts, we can oh, actually yeah, resurrect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what you're telling me is that, and I mean, we all saw Hellboy, so he's really not dead. That's so true, what you're telling yeah. me is that dick is in a jar in the belly of a duck that's in the belly of a hare that's locked in a chest buried underneath an old oak tree. Oh, okay, so that's the Russian folklore about Koshy. the lich. And yeah, yeah, you guys are affiliated with uh, Random Encounter. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but no, that's true. I, I buy that. Yeah. That's the joke. Uh, well, I thought, wait, no, I thought wait, the guys, Russians wait, wanted wait. to, like, the clone Excuse me? from that and ate. It is now train break. Oh. <laughs> 
Robo Josolo, I'm really bad at this and I have no rhythm. <laughs> I noticed that I had to turn it like somebody's off. <laughs> Aww. 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 I'm gonna go cry now. Continue. It's all right. All right, train break over. Okay, favorite historic people, Neo Faust. Person. Person. Or, or peephole, either way. Yeah, yeah, like uh, maybe you like French peasants in the 1600s, for example. That, that could be people that you admire. Or there's this really uh, weird bathroom in Atlantic City where if you look over on, in one of the holes, you can actually see people doing it. So that, that counts too, the peephole. Yeah, yeah you uh, could like those peephole uh, people. God, um, I have favorite people from like ancient history and favorite people from modern day history. I'll I, I well, go with my modern day one. Just narrow it down to one. I run the same era as Rasputin, maybe a little bit after. Actually, yeah, a little bit after. Tesla. I have Ooh. been completely Ooh. enamored with his work. Good choice. And the fact is that he was quite a visionary, almost to the point where conspiracy not say he wasn't of this time. In the same sense, I've studied much of his residence theories, or basically the, 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 the pavement he laid for anybody to go further study residence theory. Uh, residence theory. Um, God, what, what more about him? Um, very humble guy, really was almost utopian in his approach to technology should be used to improve humanity and not be profited off. But if it wasn't for, was it H.D. Moore or Waterhouse, what his name is? What oh, T.D. Waterhouse and Associates. Waterhouse I see Associates. that on If it TV. wasn't for him on that experiment, it, well, whatever the guy's name is, that sponsored his first wireless like uh, um, transmission and do, you, do you know the guy's name? I don't know. His TV water. Something. Something. HD. Just, no, I just keep going. Huh, some dude basically wanted to profit off of his stuff, and he was like, hell no, and basically got that canceled. But the fact is, he's an unsung scientist, and what is everybody going <laughs> 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 <It's really laughs> <laughs> <laughs> no, either. I'm confused. Please elaborate upon this. Oh god! You know what? You know what I was referencing? The, the TD Waterhouse, I believe, is an arena that you play do concerts at in uh, in Tampa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I was, I was actually referring to old lawyer commercials. No, I, no, I know exactly where you're saying. Was the name of the guy? Some guy was like it, I don't even know if it was lawyer. It might have just been like a big business. Well, no. The funny part was he was making a totally random modern reference joke, and you just kept going like he was right. I guess so. I do that a lot. I do that a lot. Yeah, whatever. That was good. All right, let's go to events. Tesla, go to event. Okay, event. Oh. Robo Joe. Should I go conspiracy here? Ooh, I like my conspiracies. There's a lot of good ones. Illuminati, scaling people. Oh, well. I don't know if a conspiracy can count as a verifiable well, event. Well, I mean, but the thing it's is. It's a like, historical event, not. I mean, well, it's not a meta historical event. We're well, not talking about Assassin's well, no, Creed but, here. Well, no. I, well, I do love Assassin's Creed, but, but the thing is, like. Uh, I one of my favorite like historical topics is like every war that the U.S. has ever been in is like an overarching topic because we've never entered into a war with public support without being coerced into it by the government, and it's like at this point it's historical record in fact. Like in World War One, there was like the Lusitania and things like that, 
in World War II, there was Pearl Harbor, and there's a lot of evidence to suggest that the U.S. government had a role in manufacturing that event. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all kinds of, uh, I mean, modern, even up to modern days, I mean, if you look at 9-11, there's a lot of sketchy I knew that was coming. That. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be fair, I mean, I know, like, I know 9-11 is a near and dear topic to a lot of people, and I don't I want to say it's not a tragedy, but the fact that people can blindly say that we didn't have any prior knowledge and stuff like that. I mean, we've done it. Every war the U.S. has ever been in has been the government coercing public opinion. Every war. World War One, World War Two, yeah. Spanish-American uh, War. Spanish-American War. Yeah, remember yeah. the Maine? Yeah. When the ship blew up the off Havana. the coast of Cuba yeah. and it was the, a boiler accident. The Zimmerman Telegraph? Well, that actually happened. That, that, yeah, that, that happened. The XYZ affair? Yeah, that's true, too. Totally. I'm, I'm just trying to remember vague things and, and, and on, from like... Yeah, but, but the thing is, all the things you're saying actually happened, but, like, when it comes to, like, the Lusitania and World War One, the Amer- America said that there was no... that it was un- attacked unjustly and things like that, and uh, there was actually... they were carrying munitions, and the German U-boat sank it, and then it was full of passengers... Something like only like a hundred Americans died, I believe. It was a very low, low number, and a lot of the propaganda ads and stuff over the years that were rejected wholeheartedly. So I, I really don't think that this counts as an event. It seems like more of a an overarching phenomenon or something. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but okay, I'll allow okay. it. I mean, I can, I can. Do you want me to get specific real quick? No, I, I like uh, it. I like no, it. It's fine. Great enough. God yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll allow it and move on to Neofaust. I guess the event, it, it's kind of a tragedy, but I'm obsessed with the fact that this event could have just put us further in the sense of, like, scientific... It, it doesn't have to be something that you like. Well, it burning, can be something that you're fascinated about, I'm like, or like learning about. the burning of Alexandria, the, uh, the library in Alexandria. That oh. helps Ooh, that's a good one. old and expansive knowledge of the ancient world. I mean, we were... You gotta think, the Greeks are pretty fucking advanced. It, the fact that they, the machines they built, very primitive machines in the sense that they were, like, you know... Gears, uh, the, for instance, the mechanism of Deus Ex Machina, or the or the pro, or the protocariat, the well, the machine it, that measures the stars. Well, that too, and also the primitive like uh, computers or like even their knowledge of like math and philosophy and stuff. They were exactly. way way more advanced than we. Not are only today. that, it wasn't just the Romans. The Baghdad Greeks. batteries. It well, I mean, it's just the Egyptian, the, the ancient the Egyptian Egypt- knowledge, the Persian knowledge, the Phoenician knowledge. Did you did you ever see the, the graphite drill bits where they use diamonds? Yes, to etch? yes, that was his, and and the burning about ancient records. The, the pyramids. Well, I mean, the big thing about the burning of the, uh, the Library of Alexandria was that it held such a. I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> Pompeii. It, it held such uh, a. Uh, just like thinking a, of Atlantis. Yeah, thinking of Atlantis. Yeah, the 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 uh, <laughs> the old uh, Thetavata uh, masters and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, the Aryan race. The attack of the Sea Peoples. Um, Everybody knows that Atlantis is in another galaxy. Yeah, totally. Uh, totally. Dimension, not dimension. Yeah, no, wormhole. different galaxy. Yeah, got, uh, crab wormhole. people. Crab people. There's Cthulhu. no crab people. Cthulhu? Ooh. No, no, they, they look like drow, actually. One of, one of my if you go through a stargate with enough power, have you ever heard of that? You can get to Atlantis. The bleep, it's a really low noise that they found in bloop. the Pacific Ocean. Bloop, excuse me. It's been explained. And, oh, it has? Oh, the bloop is no longer cool. Oh. oh well, the burning well, of Alexander it was, an, it was an ice quake, which is pretty cool in the All right, let's oh, let, well, let Neophos cool. finish. Let well, Neophos finish. Events like the burning of Alexandria, the Library of Alexandria, are things that just obsess me because a lot of it is either motivated by political reasons or religious region, reasons. Because, for instance, the Arabic regions were such a, uh, a hotbed of just, like, new thought, mathematical ingeniousness. It's a word. I know, right? Anyways... 
and just the fact that religions came in and politics came in and burnt down these libraries or these sleuth of just like just the sleuth, I, slew of knowledge. He brought just, back the sleuth. I brought back the sleuth. Yeah, the sleuth of knowledge. Are we talking about um, uh, Sherlock Holmes? I think we are. Yeah, totally. Um, but just burning of these places just really blow my mind, especially during like the uh, the witch trials or even just uh, the whole um, what's the Inquisition. The word? Inquisition. A lot of occult knowledge was burnt or just thrown away. Or no, people now, with occult not, knowledge. not to mention the purge in Russia. I mean, it exactly. happens all over the globe at different points in history. Just you just religion. lose so much knowledge. Uh, yeah. It, As an application to modern day, can you liken that to what's going on in Louisiana and Texas? Wait, what's going on in Louisiana? What, what, is it burning books and Bibles now, too, or something? It, thanks it, to the internet. It's not, it's not a literal burn. Nazis coming to America well, from thing, South America now. The thing is, dude, thanks to the internet, it's impossible to just kill no, knowledge. No, no, well, that's not necessarily It's true. not a literal burn, but, like, the anti-evolution, like, textbooks and things like that. Just as long Can as you liken balanced. that? Just as balanced, basically, is my push to it. I mean, if you want to, if you want to teach another like precept to the beginning of the, the universe, leave it out of a science class because that's based on empirical evidence, empiricism. You could do like a class of just origin stories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and to be honest, I feel like it should. Now be you're just talking about the topic. I was talking well, about contrasting and comparing. Well, the thing, the thing so, is, like the sh- the separation of church and state is one of the things that this country is based on, and the fact that they're allowed to teach a creationism story as fact in a public school is kind of ridiculous. So you're, what you're trying to say is that... Regardless the, of your religious views, that should be separate. So what you're saying is that the destruction of the Library of Alexandria is akin to the shutting down of City of Heroes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. Oh, the killing of creativity and knowledge and a built-up of history, yes. Mm. That okay. is completely correct. Great. Uh, I think that wraps up the Derp Dome. For now. Derpy Show. Alright guys, I hope you uh, enjoyed hanging out and witnessing the Herp in the Derp Dome in its entirety. Uh, we really hope you guys enjoyed it. How do you guys feel about participating in it? Completely ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Alright, what about you, Neofaust? Um, I have a feeling this is going to come back to bite me later in my life. I agree. I hope so. Yeah. I hope nobody I know ever watches this. Everybody you know is going to watch. Oh, yeah, we're going to put this all over Facebook and the YouTubes. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate that. And Tumblr and Twitter, and we're going to uh, send it out Google to Plus. MySpace and Google+. Plus. I'm yeah. going to go in the bathroom and cry now. We're going to see if the protomen will play parts of it on their tour. Hey, look, look at the bright side. At least you didn't use your real name. I, 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 I my DJ name. Yeah. I have yeah. to change it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Uh, they think that they might be going into witness protection programs after this. So you may never see them again, but we will be back next month with more Derpy Show. We hope you're enjoying Derp Simber. Yes, Derp Simber. Derpy Show. So I I wrote something. What did you write? I wrote a poem. Okay. And by write... I didn't know you had the capability of writing poems. Well, I didn't write it. I guess I typed it. And by typed it, I mean I copied someone else's poem and changed a few words around. Oh. But... This be- sounds more like something you would do. Yeah, I believe this more falls into the realm of parody. Okay. Which is fair enough. Um, I, I'm doing a parody of the infamous Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, cool. So, that's really appropriate since this is coming out, like, right before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, we thought it's like a little, you know, everyone wanted some Christmas stuff, so... I figured this will help get them into the the, the reason of the season. The, 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 the reason of the season. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> All right, so this is How the Boar Derped Herpmas by Dr. Snorlax.
By Dr. Snorlax. Oh, you wrote PhD on a piece of paper now? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Every herp down in Derpville liked Herpmas a lot, but the boar, who lived just north of Derpville, did not. The boar hated Herpmas the whole Herpmas season. Now please don't ask why, no one quite knows the reason. It could be his bandwidth was capped far too light. It could be, perhaps, that the sun was too bright. But I think that the most likely of perps may have been that his herp was two sizes too derp. But whatever the reason, the bandwidth or perps, he stood there on Herpmas Eve, hating the derps, staring down from the net with a sour, bory frown at the warm-lighted windows below in their town. <laughs> For he knew every herp down in Dirtville behind was busy now hanging a fuck ya pie sign. And they're playing their derp step, he snarled with a sneer. Tomorrow is herpness. It's practically here. Then he growled with his boar fingers nervously drumming. I must find some way to stop Herpmas from coming. For tomorrow he knew all the herps, derp insane, would break bright and early. They derp all the same. And then, oh that train, oh the train, train, train. That's the one thing he hated. That train, 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 train. Then the herps, young and old, would jam out with a beat. And they'd beat, and they'd beat, and they'd beat, beat, beat. They would beat out Herp Crabcore and rare Herp Jazz Beats, which was something the boar couldn't stand in the least. And then they'd do something he'd liked least of all. Every Herp down in Derpville, the tall and the small, would stand close together with Herp Miss Bells ringing. They'd stand hand in hand, and the Herps would start singing. They'd sing, and they'd sing, and they'd sing, 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 sing! And the more the boar thought of this derp herpmas sing, the more the boar thought, I must stop this whole thing. Why, for five and three months I've put up with it now. I must stop this herpmas from coming. But how? Then he got an idea. A derpy idea. The boar got a wonderful derpy idea. I know just what to do. The boar laughed in his throat, and he made a quick Krampus-type legs of a goat. And he chuckled and clucked. What a great boarish trick. With this foot and that leg, I'll look just like that prick. All I need is an antler. The boar looked around, but since reindeer are scarce, there was none to be found. Did that stop the old boar? (laughs) No, the boar simply said. If I can't find an antler, I'll make one instead. So he called his cat Edgar, he took some red thread, and he tied the big cat on the top of his head. Then he loaded a bag and some big wicked sticks on a ramshackle sleigh so he'd scare all the chicks. Then the boar said, Giddy up! And the sleigh started down toward the homes where the herps lay a snooze in their town. All their windows were dark, quiet snow filled the air. All the herps were all dreaming, sweet dreams without care. Then he came to the first little house on the square. This is stop number one. The old Krampus boar hissed, and he climbed to the roof, empty bags in his fist. Then he beat down the doorway, a rather large show. But if Krampus could do it, then so could this schmo. He got scared only once for a moment or two. Then he stuck his head by the little herp's room, where the little herp children all slept in a row. These derplings, he grinned. 
are the first things to go. Then he slithered and slunk with a smile most unpleasant around the whole room, and he cherished the present. Snorlax and Miss Hipster, Nice Jana, Marina, Robojo, Neofaust, Dora, who explored. And he stuffed them in bags. Then the boar, very nimbly, stuffed all the kids one by one up the chimbley. Then he slunk to their records. He took the herp's beats. He took the herp crab core. He took the jazz beats. He cleaned out those vinyls as quick as a flash. Why? That boar even took their LP of The Clash. Then he stuffed all their fun up the chimney with glee. And now, grinned the boar, I will stuff up the tree. And the boar grabbed their tree and he started to shove, when he heard a small sound, like the coo of a dove. He turned around fast and he saw a small herp, little derpy Lou herp, who was surely no perp. The boar had been caught by this tiny herp daughter, who'd got out of bed for a cup of cold water. She stared at the boar and said, Oh, Krampus, why? Why are you taking our herpmas tree? Why? But, you know, that old boar was so herp and so slick, he thought up a lie, and he derped it out quick. Why, my sweet little tot, the fake Krampus lied. There's a light on this tree that's derpy on one side, so I'm taking it home to my cavern, my dear. I'll beat it with reeds, then bring it back here. And his fib fooled the child, then he patted her head, and he got her a drink, and he sent her to bed. And then derpy Lou Herp went to bed with her cup, he went to the chimney and stuffed that tree up. Then the last thing he took was Reddit for their ire. Then he went up the chimney himself, the old liar. In their home, he left nothing but Ethernet wire. And the one little tune that he left in the house was a tune that was even too obscure for Neofaust. Then he did the same thing to the other herps' houses, leaving tunes much too rare for the other herps' mouses. It was quarter past dawn, all the herps still abed, all the derps still snooze when he packed up his sled. Packed it up with their children, the nice ones, the naughty, the good and the bad ones, the modest, the gaudy. Three thousand feet up, up the side of Mount Herpet, he rode with his load to the tip-top to derp it. Terp, terp to the herps. He was boorishly humming. They're finding out now that no derp miss is coming. They're just waking up. I know just what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open a minute or two. Then the herps down in Derpville will all cry, Boo! Who? That's a noise, grinned the boar, that I simply must hear. So he paused, and the boar put his hand to his ear, and he did hear a sound rising over the snow. It started in low, then it started to grow. But the sound wasn't sad, why the sound sounded merry. It couldn't be so, but it was merry, very. He stared down at Dirtville, the boar popped his eyes. Then he shook, what he saw was a shocking surprise. Every herp down in Dirtville, the tall and the small, was singing without any children at all. He hadn't stopped Dirtmas from coming, it came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. And the boar, with his boar feet ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without DJs, it came without snores. It came without derp step, train break, crab core. And then he puzzled three hours till his puzzler was sore. Then the boar thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe derpmas, he thought, can't be stolen by boar. Maybe derpmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. And what happened then? Well, in Derpville, they say that the boar's herp derped three sizes that day. And the minute his derp didn't feel quite so tight, he whizzed with his load through the bright morning light, and he brought back the kids and the tunes for the beats. And he, he himself, the boar mixed those jazz beats. The end. <laughs> so there's that. Our blatant parody, quotation marks. Of how the boar stole her dirtmas. That was, uh, that was something. It was something. 
Derpy Show. If you guys like all this stuff, don't forget, check us out on YouTube. We do have videos so you can actually see the derp in action. Yeah, I spent a lot of time on those videos, and uh, they're pretty derpy. They are exceptionally derpy. Yeah. Um, and if you like those, and by like, I mean go to YouTube and click like, or the thumbs up, whatever the hell that is, on, thumbs up on YouTube, and you subscribe to us, maybe we'll make more derpy videos. Yeah, there might be more derpy videos in the future, but we have to know that you actually give a crap. Otherwise, we won't bother. Right, so if the two of you listening both click upvote, thumbs up, then we'll know. Yeah, it's true. Um, some things we've been kicking around for videos, uh, we've been thinking about doing game reviews, we've been thinking about doing some uh, video game playing. Yeah, we just, like video games. Like, just us playing games and uh, so you can see what it's like when we play together. We've also discovered that um, Robo Joe is just as derpy at World of Warcraft as he is in real life. So we've discovered that we laugh at him a lot, so you might laugh at him too. We've been thinking about maybe doing some World of Warcraft playing. Yeah, if you're interested in any of that stuff, let us know. Maybe we'll produce some of it. Yeah. If you don't, let us know. We might just do it anyway, because fuck you, that's why. Yeah, so what, Big Whoop? You want to fight about it? All right, well, bye! Bye! Thanks for listening to Derpy Show, presented by Nerdy Show. If you enjoyed what you've heard, support the Nerdy Show podcast network by telling a friend, join in on the community forums, or support us with your hard-earned cash and receive exclusive perks. For more episodes of Derpy Show, Nerdy Show, Dungeons and Doritos, and other podcasts, videos, our Minecraft server, and other cool stuff, visit nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show podcasts via the iTunes store. And remember to follow us on Facebook, Tumblr, and Twitter, at Nerdy Show, to keep up to date on the latest Nerdy Show news. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.